Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 149 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Hello. No, Manny, I don't want to get things off the rails right away. Uh huh. But I wanted to save this for the podcast. Oh boy, excellent! If <laughs> to ask you if if you think I'm a bad person for this. Okay, excellent. I'm glad <laughs> that this is happening. Okay, so I walk a lot, and last uh-huh. year. I don't know if you know this, but last year there was a murder in Conklin. No, I did not know that. Yeah, they, like near the like at the apartments, there was like a murder in the parking lot. Oh, really? No, yes. I didn't. I hadn't heard about that. Uh, and like, so if people put like this whole like vigil out last year and everything for for this woman's you know death because mm-hmm. she was murdered by her boyfriend or something. Oh boy. Yes. Which you know, a side note. The night that it happened, I was out walking and like I passed the apartments like 30 minutes before the murder happened. And then wow. I was like, I should probably not walk at night anymore. So that's why I don't walk at night anymore. Uh, I gotcha. Uh, but um, anyway, getting back on point. So I, this year they put out stuff again, not nearly as much, but a couple things. And one of the things they put out made me laugh really hard. And I feel bad about it. <laughs> But it was White Claw. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was just, and a vigil? Yes. Yes. So he put a White Claw. And I left really hard. That, was, okay, that's weird. <laughs> it's weird, I know. Oh. That is weird. I do think we should not be laughing about a vigil, but that is... That is a very strange thing to put there, I feel like. Yes. Which, I mean, I guess if she was really into White Claw, I guess. But, like, White Claw hasn't been, like, super popular for more than, like, two years, though. I guess. I mean, there's no laws when you're drinking the claws, as they they say. No. Uh, That is a... That's so weird. Mm Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. like if I died and we were having a vigil and someone like delicately placed a bottle of Coke on there, <laughs> or which like, I would understand, uh-huh. but like that's weird still. Uh-huh. I think, yeah. I mean, like, I think a good way to honor you would be like to drink a Coke or something. Like yeah, that. just but like I don't know. definitely don't pour one out. That's wasting it. You gotta you drink, drink that. it. Right. This also dovetails into something I was gonna ask you. Okay. Have you tried New Coke Zero yet? They just changed the recipe. I'm drinking a Coke Zero now. Oh, interesting. So I don't know if that's new or not, but people have said that it tastes worse now. Oh, no. People do not like the new taste of Coke Zero. This tastes like old Coke Zero, so I'm guessing like... Like it was so much so that like I saw people saying they think it's a marketing campaign to bring back Coke Zero Classic. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to... <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I have not like I don't drink Coke Zero right. uh, unless it, the most recent time was with you or whatever. But yeah, so I, I don't know if it's like everywhere or if it was only certain places. It, as far as I, I think it might have like been like a slightly different like color on the like outside. No, I didn't hear anything about this, but I, I'm typically not paying attention to soda news. I mean, I am not either. It's just that I thought that that was a very specific thing because you drink Coke Zero. Right. The only two soda news things that I brought to the table were that from a while ago and Mountain Dew is also making hard seltzer, much like the White Claw coming out next year. 
it seems like it's like a red can. Yes, it is like a red can with just black text, not like the like normal white Coke text with the black over it, I don't think. Right. This has black and red. It does. So that's what the old one looks like. The new one does not look like that. It's basically just like regular Coke, but black text instead. With a little tag that says now more delicious. Well, I'll, I'll let you know. Which people have said that's not true. False advertising <laughs> that I have seen. I'll let you know my thoughts because I'm sure I'll see like a red. If, if I'm out and I see red, I will definitely grab it. So. Wow, this one. <laughs> People really don't seem to like this. I bet I could find a change.org petition. <laughs> what if it what if they do like they found a way to like make it cheaper which is but probably like- which is probably what it is. And so like when I started to see it was like before it had come out and they announced it and mm-hmm. it was people saying like oh my god I love Coke Zero please do not ruin Coke Zero. Um and then all the ones I saw after it were like how could they do this to me? Mm. So so like who knows maybe in the next couple of weeks I'll be ranting about Coke Zero man. Yeah, that's possible. I was just curious to see if you had seen or tried the new Coke Zero. No, I I had no idea. Coke does weird stuff, especially in our country. Like they have like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven fruit flavors of Diet Coke that are only Diet Coke. What the fuck is that? Like you don't think that I would drink blueberry Coke? I am so into that idea. <laughs> that it pains me. That's what I'll put out for your vigil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they finally put yes. it out after oh. I'm gone. No. Uh, it's just... What I will do is I will have uh, apple Coke. Oh, it's so good. Which is not one of Important. these. They have, it looks like regular Diet Coke, blueberry, guava, lime, cherry, mango, and blood orange. That seems like excessive. Th- there's a lot of them and i, I no no i mean it. like calling it blood orange oh that does yes all the other ones are just one thing right whereas then with regular coke they're just like you can have vanilla or you can fuck yourself no there's like cherry right there Black is food. cherry and then recently there was cherry vanilla but they already discontinued that flavor last summer they had cherry orange boy that sucked you would have thought it would taste like a creamsicle. That was not true. But that's all I have for soda news. <laughs> but I do not necessarily think you are a bad person okay. for the for the laughing at that because that's weird. It was just so unexpected. And like, I guess that that's like something that like other cultures do, like not our like not in the US, but like Spanish culture or specifically like Mexican culture and stuff. Right. They'll put out like you know, f- favorite foods or things like that because of the way, the way they believe that afterlife is different. But here, that does seem like a weird thing. Like, who's going to drink? Someone's going to drink that White Claw. Like, someone's ju- like, someone's just going to be thirsty one night and they're going to be like, wow, I love White Claw and they're going to take that. That was out for months. I mean, no one really touched it. And people oh, would, like, shit. People would come out and, like, light candles. Like, it was nice. It just, like... It just the white claw just it was the white claw was the real true centerpiece that brought it all together. <laughs> just, oh god, yeah, I shouldn't be laughing at a, a vigil. That's... No, <laughs> I um, forgot about cinnamon coke. I hated that as well. 
Mm. It was like no, but like it was okay at first, and then you're like, oh, I have to drink the rest of this bottle, mm. and Coke is already like very much filled with sugar. So it was like, oh, I'm gonna get dead from diabetes in by the time I finish drinking this. Was it cinnamon sugar or just cinnamon? Just cinnamon. Because cinnamon doesn't really have sugar. No, I know, but it had more sugar than normal. Oh, okay. So, so it was probably like a cinnamon sugar than yeah, probably. But they just yeah they showed cinnamon sticks on the on the bottle, that got discontinued very quickly. So I assume people felt like I did. But they, places always fucking do that where they're like, oh, we made this cool new flavor. Too bad it's limited. Except for Bread Bull, which they kept their watermelon flavor, but still every can says brand new watermelon flavor, and it's been out for like two years now. <laughs> they're too cheap to change the bottle. <laughs> no, they can't. It's impossible. Maybe it gets new people like, oh, a new flavor. Maybe they're like, oh, I've never seen this, even though it's at every gas station and has been for years. It's, you know, it's fine. I usually just get regular Red Bull. I usually never get regular Red Bull. Mm. I always get, uh, yeah, I know you like blueberry. Yeah, I always get that or the watermelon now. But the apple is uh, pretty good. The zero sugar one is limeade, and I very much did not like that when I bought it on accident once. Yeah, I tried the zero sugar and I was like, mm, I might as well just re- drink it, regular. It might have actually been OK. I just don't know. I'd, I'm not like a huge fan of limeade, I guess. Sure. And it basically just tasted like limeade. So. Um, but we are here to talk about video game news. And yeah. as usual, we are scraping the barrel for good tidbits like this fact that was known a very long time ago that Idris Elba is Knuckles in the new Sonic movie. But he tweeted it out. He did, and he tweeted knock knock with the movie mm-hmm. poster, which is just Knuckles' weird fist glove mm-hmm. with spikes. I've never understood those spikes on his glove. Do you think his hand underneath is spiked? Well, like, I thought about that, maybe, but, like, echidnas do not have spikes in real life, so I don't know. I guess I, specifically, I'm only thinking about this because the movie poster is just the fist. Yes, yes. And he uses it to dig in, like, Sonic Adventure 2. Mm. So, like, that... But it was always there, so I don't fucking know. But yeah, Idris Elba is going to be Knuckles, and I think that's really funny because Knuckles is usually, especially recent portrayals of Knuckles, have been like more him like buff as fuck. Right. Especially in Sonic Boom, where he's like huge and buff and dumb as hell. Uh, so I hope that Knuckles is like that in this as well. They already showed Tails uh, at the end of the last movie. Right. So... You know, that'll be something. I mean, we'll see it. I will see it. Uh, do you think it will have more or less Olive Garden jokes? Hopefully the same. Oh, uh, that would be great. At least three Olive Garden mm-hmm. jokes. I'll take it. Maybe throw in some Zillow product placement again. Hell yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. I, that, now that movie have must have done really well for them. And now you'll have the context of actually been to Olive Garden. I know. So I'll be able to fully appreciate and understand the jokes now, which is yes. very excellent. I'll probably like Sonic 2 better than I like Sonic 1 because of that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's really what's <laughs> going to bring it all together for me, I bet. Um, 
Well, so like my thing is like Idris Elba does make sense, I think, to be like the voice of like a more buff character. But then you think about the fact that the main person he'll be interacting with is either Jim Carrey or Ben Schwartz. And right. then you're like, that's weird. This is a weird movie. It's a... <laughs> I don't want to be mean to the Sonic movie because it was better than I expected. Yeah. But not... Idris Elba is better than this. No, but he's not. He was in Cats. I know he was in Cats, but he was better than. And he's also he's been like doing literally whatever is offered to him recently. I feel like like I'll see ads and he'll be in the movie and I'll be like, really? Yeah, I don't. We're doing that. I all of a sudden like it seems like in the last ten years he's just like taken off in a big way. And he's uh, not young. No, he's not. I think it's just because he started doing a bunch more action movies, and then I think he is also okay at voice acting. Mm. But boy, Cats, huh? Because like before, like I remember him in The Office. Yes, but, but I before that I don't really remember him in anything. Mm, not that I can think of offhand. Maybe he was least. doing stuff in the UK. I don't know. I don't. He was definitely in action movies before that as well, but sure. never like. I I don't know. Though it dep- action movie stars are weird, and sometimes they do not take off. You also get very typecast. I feel like so. Well, it's just weird that he got like he all of a sudden got like very popular in what seems like is probably is like late forties and fifties. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what I think is weird. about. Yeah. That. Yeah. Well, I mean, to capitalize on that, he's got to play knuckles. Sure. Before he's washed up. So I mean, it makes sense. Got to do that in your prime. Uh, speaking of prime, an indie Nintendo showcase. Uh, yes, it's this perfect, was actually, this was transition. this was actually very good. Uh, a lot of games are coming to the Switch. That this is why these indie showcases piss me off is because they are not for me. No one is making an indie showcase for me because I already know almost every game they show because they either are already on other platforms or they were announced like five years ago and then they're just like, well, we could put it on Switch. Well, I think the big thing is it's like, hey, this is coming out now. Or like, yeah, at least yeah. the only so thing you get a date. That's the stuff that mattered. Like, they showed a bunch of stuff like Toem is coming out now. And the people I watched it with were like, oh, this looks so cool. And I was like, yeah, I played the demo five months ago. It was really cool. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, you already knew about this? And I was like, yeah, I still have the demo on my PC. It was very charming. Uh, but anyways, the the big things that came out of this were uh boyfriend dungeon and garden story and axiom verge 2 all came out right then on switch boyfriend dungeon was not a surprise to me because i uh backed it on kickstarter so i already knew it was coming out then i I guess i just didn't know it was coming out on switch so like i already had my code for it and uh so I had known the day before that it was coming out anyways, because right. they had already sent me my code. Garden Story was really cool, though, which I also find to be interesting because I assumed that games that have publishers would not be able to just be like, oh, they're out right now. Because Garden Story was published by like Viz Media, I think. So they do like a lot of manga and anime releases in the U.S. that they license from Japan. So one, I didn't know they had a gaming division. And two, I don't know why they backed this indie game that I randomly started following like four years ago. But that's out now. I did not uh, play that yet, but um, I did play and complete Axiom Verge 2, uh, which that was the big surprise because it had recently been delayed. And... I think he might have just used that as a cover to secretly put it out so that people would be extra surprised 
Um, I have thoughts about Axiom Verge too that we can talk about later. But uh, that, I, that was cool. I saw your tweet. Yeah. Uh, and then the thing that was actually really cool was Chucklefish, uh, before it uh, came out, <clears throat> tweeted a train emoji and a question mark. And I was like, the only game Chucklefish has that could come out soon or that they could talk about is Eastward. And when they showed it literally a year ago at the fucking Nindy Direct, they said coming soonish. And boy, I think that phrase or coming soon should be banned from all things because it's been over a fucking year. Uh, but they did show a new trailer for Eastward and the release date is September yeah, September 16th so that it will come to PC and uh, specifically Steam and Switch. And it is like console exclusive for some unknown period of time. But uh, it continues to look very good. And Chucklefish did a good job picking that up to publish it. Uh, so that, that was really it. I mean, other than a bunch of stuff that I already knew existed, but to, uh, continue the Nintendo train, they randomly, the Pokemon company announced that they're doing uh Pokemon direct on the 18th. So five days from now, it's coming Wednesday. Uh, they said they will talk about Pokemon diamond, sorry, brilliant diamond, shining pearl, and mm-hmm. also Pokemon legends, Arceus. That is because. Arceus. It is, no, they said Arceus. Fuck no, you. I know. I was I was Fuck just messing you. with you because remember when that was announced? We had. A whole I know they're all. They everyone is wrong. It's Arceus, and I will say it forever. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that those games come out in like what two months, three months? Uh, November th- three months. Yeah, three months for Diamond and Pearl, and then January, the late January for uh, Arceus. So. Uh, people have been asking about information about Diamond and Pearl. Maybe it will look different because of the wide backlash to that. It won't. It'll look exactly the same. People will get upset all over again. Uh, maybe Arceus can show a Chimchar that doesn't look like a PowerPoint presentation to really get people excited for January. I don't know. I'm I'm just excited to see more information about that game at all because uh, I think they did kind of a bad job making it seem like it was like I don't know because it like is semi an action game, but like not really. It still has turn based battles, so I just want to see like how that plays out. Right, you know what I mean. So, any information about that game, I excited. I'm excited about. Uh, I never know what Pokemon fans want with these remakes. It seems like most people are like, I want it to be the same, and if they change it, I'm gonna freak <laughs> out. But then there are people who are like, well, Why would I buy it if they didn't change anything? That's stupid. And it's like, well what do we want here? Like who, what does anyone want from this? I have no idea. So I guess we'll know if it's like just the exact same game with new graphics or if it has new features, which I feel like is like a crapshoot. I, I, so, I don't know, but like Pokemon, it's so hard. Cause like, I know the forget, fans, they can never be pleased. Forget the remakes. I mean, just like a new game. Like if they change any little thing to the Pokemon formula, fans are just like, well, this completely ruins everything that I think. Well, yeah, like and fans already said that about the way the art style looks. So Mm -hmm. like and it's not even Game Freak. So I don't know. It's the Pokemon that made poke. It's the team that made Pokemon Bank. So like. I have no idea what to expect from that, but we'll find out more about it i guess that'll probably be the last time they show it before uh it gets released i would assume so yeah i I don't i don't think they'll be able to have another direct to be like these are still remasters did you guys know that 
Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, because it's not like they're like announcing new Pokemon. No, like if they were going to show anything again, it would just be about Arceus probably. So, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, and the final thing that we have, I'm so excited. I'm so ex- I'm so excited because the GTA PS2 trilogy has been rumored to be coming to literally every platform and the switch. Uh, and most places that reported it as a rumor, uh, it is like almost 100% true with the amount of places and people who have talked about it now. Uh, it, those games are so good. I, I still think that even though the aiming is so bad in those games with the guns and stuff, they are still fun enough and hold up. Like I've played San Andreas recently enough where it's like, I can still play this. I was going to ask if you think these have aged well. Uh, no, I, I mean like they, they were bad then for like the aiming, like the way guns work in those games is so bad. Sure. And that was why like when GTA four came out, it was such a big deal that they like made it better. I mean, it still wasn't great. And then no. GTA five, they improved it still wasn't great, but it is better. Um, Three, maybe not. I think that Vice City and San Andreas at least have enough outside personality where like you can they could probably coast through on that. But I even then, I don't know that they would be worth it for someone who doesn't have like nostalgia of playing them back then. Like I would not I would not play three in Vice City, but those never resonated with me as much. I will play San Andreas again though because mm. I love Samuel Jackson and uh, all of the guest spots they have in that game are fucking incredible. Like when that, the opening of San Andreas, when Samuel Jackson is a crooked cop and, and is just f- turning the Samuel Jackson knob all the way to 11 immediately is fucking excellent. Uh, like David Cross, the comedian is like owns an RC shop and it, oh, it's so fucking good. Uh, but I love San Andreas, so I will play that again right. for sure. But um, I think that's neat because those games really, whenever they do get re-released, it's just they're exactly the same. Like when they right. came, when they came to mobile, when they were re-released as PS2 classics on the PS4, like they just were those games like literally running on a PS2 emulator. So if they can like, that's what's weird is like, I don't know what you can really do to it because the models are like so old. And then I feel like if you up them, it would look weird. So like, I, I don't really have any expectation that anything will be done to this other than that. It's like, Oh, it's at 4k. And you're like, all right, my bet. <laughs> it's a trilogy pack that you can buy and play all three games. That's, that's my expectation. Yes. That, that, I mean, then that is my bare minimum expectation. Mm-hmm. I expect to be able to play San Andreas and it not crash that. Yes. That's a, it's a tough expectation. I know mm-hmm. phones can do it. So I hope my PS five can do it, but like your PS four can do it. My PS four like, can do it as well, but the PS five, who knows they might fuck this up. Well, it's remastered, so like you know, I know those, those added graphics. Those added graphics could really bring it uh-huh. down. You never know. Yeah, they'll fuck it up somehow. I'm sure they always do. But uh, that those games are cool, and I, yeah, yeah. you know, they're they're a big deal. So I I don't I don't know. Like I 
I just don't really like Rockstar. Like, I've never liked any of their games. Mm. I mean, that's fair. I like GTA for me started with GTA three because I think those original two games, the like top Top down down, thing, I can't stand them. I don't think they're fun at all. And there are people who still swear like those are the best ones. And it's like, all right, let's chill the fuck out. (laughs) They're fun to like mess around with. But then you get into like the mission structure and stuff. And they're much more like arcade game type things. So it's. I never really liked those as much, but three, I, I thought was very cool at the time. Well, three, um, like hugely. I mean, it just changed video games mm-hmm. with just like open world games. Oh yeah. Like it, it's definitely one of the most influential games. Like I, I appreciate what the, these games mm-hmm. did. It's just one of those things where like rockstar games, like playing them. I just, I don't like moving. I've never liked shooting Ooh. in them. It's just, it's just not for me. So. Yeah. And like three, that's why I think three is really hard to go back to is because that is like the progenitor of that type of open world game. So while mm. it's like, Oh, this is cool. It's like, Oh, this is like the first one of these. <laughs> yeah. Or is like then vice city added more fun, goofy stuff to do. And then San Andreas takes that a step further, but like in a way that is insane, like for that time, that open world is fucking huge. Uh, but yeah, that that's cool. That's uh, that's that's some news. Uh, and now we will transition into me falling asleep apparently because uh, yes. I'm yawning. Uh, but the games we have been playing. So you on this list, surprise, surprise, have said that you are continuing to play Immortals: Phoenix Rising. I hear. Um, I'm just about done. Okay. I finished up the story. Okay. It did do the disappointing thing of like, hey, it's just going to take you to a save prior to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then like I technically still have to beat the boss again or whatever. Oh, but yeah. But then yeah. I just went back in, back into the world and started cleaning stuff up. Last I looked, I'm at like 95, 98% completion. Oh, shit. Uh, and I'm like 48 hours in. So like I can probably 100% the game in about 50 hours. Which I think is just like a really good open world. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Because like I put like 80 hours into um, Valhalla and like I still feel like I could put another 70 hours, but like not, it wouldn't be like a fun 70 hours, you know? Yeah. 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 I guess. Where this has just been just like an enjoyable 50 hour experience. Mm. Uh, So Uh, the other exciting news is I am 25 achievement points away from 50,000. Oh, shit. So I'm very exciting. So I'm going to just kind of look over the achievement list and see what I can get done to get to that 50,000 in uh, Immortal Phoenix Rising, which I'll, I want to try to finish that tonight and then I'll start something new uh, for this week. So I don't yeah. know. It's all I've wanted to play and I've really enjoyed my time with it. Uh, but now I'll let you kind of talk about the games you've been playing. Uh, <laughs> so last week I had only played like two-ish hours of uh, The New World Ends With You. I have now played like 25-ish. And it fucking rules. And I'm so mad that it's going to sell not at all and they're going to never make another one. Uh, But it... They did a really good job of transitioning the battle system from the unique touchscreen thing on the DS to this game where like so in the original game you get pins and the pins give you powers depending on like what they are this each each character can only equip one pin but it is assigned to like a button 
And so like one character will have an attack that is on square. One will have one that's on triangle. The other one will have one that's on like R1 and they'll all be different things. But depending on how you hit them, it'll create this like groove meter, which is like a circle that's slowly unfilling around the enemy. And if you hit the enemy while that's still up, you get like a bonus attack buff and stuff. And so you have to try to like time the attacks together but what is really weird is they when they add new characters, you just have another character. So it's not like, oh, it's always like a three character battle. Like, I think you get up to six characters in battle. And my brain is already breaking with four characters on the screen at the same time when I'm trying to, like, hold L1 and R1 because you're supposed to release them while also mashing square and pushing triangle at the right time. So adding two more buttons, which would be L2 and R2, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to do that, but it is very fun to play. So I I like doing the battles, which is interesting because leveling up only matters for your health. All the other stats come from eating food to get like to attack more permanently or like uh, equipping clothing items for that. Uh, But it does, it still has the same sense of style. I think that also transferred over. Well, the music uh, is a lot of remixes of stuff from the first game and not much new stuff, but uh I still do like that as well. Uh, there was a really buckwild plot twist, which I thought to myself, wow, this would only matter if you played the first game because they do this like weird bait and switch thing where you're like really expecting one character from the first game and it ends up being a different one. And I just imagine someone playing this for the first time being like, I don't know who either of these people are. And it would just be so completely meaningless. Uh, I do think it's weird because in the first game, the story focused more on the characters and their growth. Whereas this one focuses more on like the plot, if that makes any sense, like just the wider thing as opposed to the individual characters. Right. And I don't think it's worse, but I don't know that it's better either. It's just different. So I think it all depends how it comes together at the end. Um, but I have a feeling this will be one of those games where people who really like the original will be like, no, the sequel fucking sucks. I don't even acknowledge its existence. Um, but it does seem like many people are like me and do really like this, at least. Oh, and it seems like it comes together. Uh, yeah, so I, I can't believe they made this game a decade after the original. Like, it, it's very cool. Well, the the wild thing is like, and it's just like a continuation because a lot of times, pretty much so, yeah. (laughs) A lot of times, like if it's that long, they're like, we can't just release a sequel. No, yeah, and like it's very weird because they when they released the mobile version and like the Switch re-release of the original, they added like a whole new chapter to it, and like that also matters. So like I had to watch a YouTube video about that because obviously Mm. I didn't play that version. Right. Uh, And yeah, this does. You could play it without playing the first one. But I mean, I I think later on it will become much more clear why it is all tied together or whatever. But uh, yeah, I I like it. Um, And then I played Axiom Verge 2, which I don't I don't know how to feel about this game at all. It took me six and a half hours to finish. Um, so I didn't play Axiom Verge 1, really. I just know that people really liked it when it came out at the time. And it was like you got like a lot of guns and they were all like just different types of guns. And it is a Metroidvania game. And when the first one came out, I think it was interesting because it was like before every game was a Metroidvania, 
like before that huge boom hit, like before Hollow Knight, before Ori and all no. that stuff. It wasn't. It came, out, it came out the same year as Ori. Oh, really? They both came out 2015. Okay. Well, so like by that time, I guess Ori, Guacamelee, and a couple other ones that got kind of big would have come out at that time. But like right. it was much more going, not trying to be like a new Metroidvania and like going to be like more retro ish. Like, I mean, me- it, was like Metroid. Be, it was trying to be a clone of Metroid. And I'm not trying to be. Derivative. No, no. It, like it very much was like that. That is what it was trying to do. And it was trying to be more retro. And like it had new ideas, like with its weird portal gun and shit. Uh, and gets really weird, but that—that's what it was about. So this new one is not a sequel. It apparently is like happens maybe in parallel with the first one, and like I guess it refers to stuff from the first one if you like know about it or whatever. But it is only melee. It is not. Oh. It is not guns. And I personally think the melee combat feels bad, mm. and I think he knew it felt bad because all of the bosses are optional like if there's like a huge enemy in the area you can just like walk by it but if you do beat it you get skill points so it was one of those things where it's like people are like oh it's so cool that you can skip this and it's like is it or is it just because the combat kind of sucks and you might not want to deal with it at all yeah that's not and the t- there are two areas in the game where you do have to fight but y- it's in rooms where you get resurrected unlimitedly so it's just like i can just brute force my way through this so it was like really weird in that way and like what i mean by it is i think there are other weapons i could have found but you start with only an ice pickaxe that has like no range mm-hmm. and then i also got an axe which it didn't help that that was bugged like it after I would swing once or twice, it would like fuck up the movement. And it was like very clear that the animation was like not happening properly. And I, if I, I think he's patched it now, but it was a very weird thing, but it just felt like all the enemies were faster than me. So like, if you moved alongside the enemies while trying to do the melee, it was like, I would never hit them and would just keep getting hit myself. So usually I would just jump past enemies and there was no real reason to fight them or anything. That was my, big thing that i kind of just had issue with the first one and it's the same issue i had with metroid it gets to a point where i'm like i have no reason to kill these enemies other than they're like in the way in metroid the only reason you would kill enemies at a certain point is to get new uh more missiles like if you ran out of missiles or whatever but that i mean that's still yeah if you have the missiles you don't have to at all but this has doesn't have any of that like sometimes you'll get health um and like, I also, I didn't really like the story very much either. Like I am all about weird stories that deal with weird stuff, but like it just felt weird for the sake of being weird. Like the, the story is you play as this woman who is the CEO of some really strange company in the future in like the year 2500. And I, I don't even know what they were doing uh, to be honest with you, but they built this base in Antarctica And she goes there because her daughter disappeared with one of the researchers at the base. So you're like looking for them and you find out that like, oh, they uncovered this weird door to like another reality. And so you go in there and you get trapped in there and you can't get out and like you end up dealing with this weird 
AI thing. And the way you get abilities is you break open these pots and then they explode nano machines into you. And so you get all these like weird, bizarre abilities like uh, you can climb on ledges and stuff. But the main one that a lot of the game focuses around is you can throw out this drone and it can go into these weird portals called the breach. And then you're in this like super hyper pixelated psychedelic space. And the drone is like a slingshot that you can move around with. Uh, it has like a saw on a, on a string almost. So you can like bob that around or whatever. And so it's like, there are two maps happening in parallel. So instead of like in symphony of the night where there's the castle and the reverse castle, there's like, the overworld and then the breach. And so like, I, it's not apparent immediately. It takes a while for it to be that way. But like, if you're looking at the map and you push R2 to go to the breach map, there is something on the other side that corresponds with that. And you can go back and forth between the two eventually, like freely in a way that is like kind of mind breaking at a certain point, but it also doesn't really matter. If that makes what sense. What was that game that was like symphony of the night, but it was all like time travel. Oh, uh, time splitters. Time splitters. No, is wait, no, that's not it. Time spinners. Time spinners. There you go. That I always do that. Time splitters is a first person shooter. Very different. <laughs> yes. So I think it's like that. Yes. Okay. In, in a way, uh, yeah, and I right. Guacamelee two had that where there was the light world and the dark world. Yeah, even mm. Guacamelee one did, but uh, it's just it's an interesting thing because you can like get to other areas as the drone that you can't get as a person or whatever, and it's just like. I don't know, like, I found it grabbing the part of my brain that likes Metroidvanias where you're like, I can get over there, so I'm going to do that. I got this ability, that's cool, but, like, nothing else grabbed me. Like, I didn't like the aesthetic of it. I didn't like fighting. Like, I didn't really like playing it, if that makes sense. Mm. And it's not because the game is bad. It's just because, like, I didn't enjoy it. Like, I don't think it was for me. But also I kept thinking like, maybe I should play Axiom Verge one, because if it was this game, but I had a ton of weird guns, that would be way better. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe you would like, I know you and I've had this conversation before and we typically like more of the Castlevania. Yes, for sure. Where, but just like, (laughs) I wonder if, yeah, I don't know. Cause like once I found out it was only melee, I was like, that's so not what the first one is like. And yeah. I, I know he was trying to go for something different, but it just like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like to me, it just felt not good. And so like I beat it. And then what really bothered me was there were like four scenes as if the story was going to continue. And like, there was more for me to do, but after the credits, you are put back to the save before you beat the boss. So I don't know if you have to hundred percent it to maybe get a different ending that actually resolves anything, but it's just like it literally it was like three or four cutscenes that are just like, oh, we're going to do this stuff now. And then the game was over and I was like, that's kind of strange. Right. And I, I, I don't know. And like I, I you saw my tweet halfway through the credits it froze my PS five in a way that I couldn't even get to the main menu and I had to unplug it. That's happened a lot to me, to me. Yes. That I don't know. But the only other times it's happened to me were in PS five exclusive games that happened. Yeah. Insomniac specifically, (laughs) uh, normally with PS four games or if I was going to get a crash, it would just crash and then be like, Oh, you can't do anything. But this, it like totally 
fucked up and I don't know why. Uh, but I went in, I beat the boss again because as I said, it was an infinite respawning room. So there was no like challenge to it or whatever. I did it. And then I found out I could skip the credits by pushing X. Uh, and then it was just like, you're back on the main menu. And I was back in and I was like, I didn't like this enough to hundred percent. this. So I, right. I also have a bunch of other games to play. So I just, I, I will leave it at that. But like, I wanted to know why people like the original Axiom Verge. And I don't know that this answered that question. And I also like, I didn't find it to be that difficult or supremely interesting. Whereas the things I've been seeing on the internet are people being like, I can't figure out where to go next. And to be fair to them, it is one of those things where it is much like older Metroidvania games where they don't really necessarily give you a direction outside of the fact that the map has coordinates on it. Mm. So like you, if you said to someone like, I need to know how to get to this square, they could maybe describe that to you. Uh, but other than that, it like doesn't really tell you where to go. Like for the story beats, there are like glowing spots on the map, but you would still not know where to get the upgrade to get there. Yeah, I think so... that was the, what the first one was. I mean, like it was def. But I mean, like Metroidvania is like the whole thing is like you're supposed to explore and be like, okay, like you just kind of look at the map and yes. like, I can see where like, so obviously one of these is the one the of these has out. to be there. Yeah. And so I've, I've seen a lot of people just being like, I can't advance. I don't know what to do now. I don't know where to get this. And it's just one of those things where it's like that to me is the whole point of this game, but also maybe this isn't for you. If that's like an issue no. you keep having. I will say Bloodstained was bad about, like, there were a couple oh, yes. points where, oh, like, I had yeah. to look up a guide. Yeah, where you, like, have to kill the thing with the sword at the specific mm-hmm. time. Like, yeah, that, that stuff is bizarre. the train ticket? I the, tra- the train yes. ticket. I remember people having trouble with the train ticket as well. That one I, I did figure out on my own, but it was just like, ooh, this one's going to be a roadblock for people, I think. <laughs> uh, this, this is not like that. It's just like, right. I feel like I should be able to get over here, but, like, I don't have, like a grapple hook or something. And it's like, I don't know where the fuck to get the grapple hook. Am I supposed to keep going in this area? Am I supposed to go to this other area? Uh, So that was weird, but people also seem to be like, Oh, I'm like really into this. And like, I'm really liking it. And it's just like, I never really felt that way, I guess. So I'm, I'm glad I played it, but like, I, I didn't do a whole lot for me, I guess. Like, I think it's interesting that he was able to just be like, it's out now. And like, People were very excited about that when they liked the first one, but yeah, it did not did not do a whole lot for me. It seems like if you beat it in six 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 and a half hours to one hundred percent, it probably what like ten hours or so. Maybe, but like it also seems like it would be very convoluted because of the way the two maps combine. Uh, uh, so like and when I thought about it, I was just like, that part doesn't seem fun. And it doesn't have like a good way to mark the map. You can just put a yellow dot on a square where you're like, something's here that I saw. And it's like, well, I don't know what the fuck that dot was. I don't even know how to get back there necessarily. <laughs> so like, sure. I have like five dots on there and it's like, I don't even know how to fucking get back here. So I'm just not even going to bother. But pro- I would say probably like 10, 11 hours if you probably wanted to try to 100% it. Unless there's like some other weird secret hidden bullshit that I just like didn't understand or get. But did you engage with the boss battles or did you skip them? Uh, I killed a couple just to see what it was like. And I got skill points. But like they weren't even like boss battles. That was my other thing. It was basically like they were just bigger, normal enemies. Oh, <clears throat> so none of them felt like particularly challenging or whatever. It's just like, oh, I had enough health upgrades to 
do this. The first one was very much like Metroid where the the bosses take up like the entire screen. Yes. And so like they are like that, but it just felt like, oh, this is just a bigger version of this normal anime. Oh, sure. So none of them were like particularly cool or anything. Maybe that's something if you kill all of those, because there are definitely trophies for killing all those. So like, I don't mm. know. Um, but yeah, that's I, I don't know. Action Verge 2. It, it's all right. Like if you're interested and in, if you like the first one, I mean, you'll probably like this one, I guess. I, I didn't care for the first one. So I just kind of like when I when I saw this was, was announced, I was like, OK, I know people really like this. But like I remember that year it came out like I was a worry team worry mm-hmm. um, and a lot more people are, you know, we're team Axiom Verge. But, you know, just personal preference. Mm hmm. Um, but I think that'll pretty much do it for the games we've been playing. Uh, yeah, I will. Um, so now we'll move into the bracket. The bracket. Um, so Manny, uh, one or three? One. Okay. That is going to be Capcom. Oh yes. This is what I wanted. Uh, this is, this is the shorter of the two. It's only, uh, 32 games. Okay. Sony has... Uh, a lot more <laughs> but in fairness sony you know th- i think they've just had more games and then also i threw in a lot of like games that like aren't sony plat like aren't like they're not it's not like uh sony didn't publish them but they are exclusives mm-hmm. so like there's some konami games and stuff because like we won't do like a konami no game. well no we can't uh, so like so like there's some Metal Gear Solid and there's like Symphony of the Night and stuff because I think of those like I think of Sony when I think of yeah yeah, yeah so oh man people's <laughs> hopes for that indie direct the other day people were reaching for some fucking wild shit like because the the Castlevania um, Game Boy Advance collection like leaked and mm. so people really like those ones I think they're the best Castlevania games after Symphony of the Night personally uh, and oh, I, like, I I thought that the, I thought people really liked the DS ones they are the same basically oh okay. like it's the same guy who made all of those uh, and right, like right. Soma is a character in a lot of those games but people were like oh I hope that gets announced here and it's like oh yes my favorite indie developer Konami like what the fuck mm-hmm. are you guys talking about of course <laughs> it's not gonna be here well that happens every yeah, well, but it does. like the the only other one that i got was people being like oh hollow knight silk song is gonna be here and it's like we are all going to be disappointed forever that hollow knight silk song will not be at this indie direct and i you know but i'm with you that one could have happened it did not but mm-hmm. it could have so uh now for this there is a lot of devil may cry uh resident evil street fighter uh, I, a lot of the the big big uh, uh, Capcom games. There's a lot of like franchises. There's a lot in like you know games in their franchises. So uh, I did just randomly shuffle these. So like I don't even know the uh, the matchups. One of these is fucked up uh, but, for me personally, but that's okay. Uh, uh, there's uh, Mega. Do you want to go through the whole thing, or do you want just like we'll just kind of uh, like, start with the first match? We can just start with the first one, I think, and go. Okay. Uh, uh, it's Mega, Mega Man X versus Darkstalkers. Uh-huh. I'm going to go Team Darkstalkers here. Oh, see, so like, yeah, I was going to go Team Mega Man X on this one uh, okay. because one of these games continues to, <laughs> continued to exist for a long time. Uh, Darkstalkers is weird because people really like it as a fighting yes. game, and I have never gotten that because 
I think people like Darkstalkers in retrospect. And that is why I feel like it will never be made again is because in Japan, it's called Vampire Savior, but they made three of them. And then so long after, like there was every year people were like, this is the year after they made Street Fighter four. They're like, they're going to make a new Darkstalkers. And Capcom put out that Darkstalkers collection of one and three. And it sold like shit. So everyone who was like, oh, I love Darkstalkers. I need that is a dirty liar. And they did not buy it. Uh, And it just it always seems so weird to me. Like they will never make another Darkstalkers. I don't like especially at this point. I feel like they will never make another one. No, they will never. If. But like, I would like to see like maybe like some Darkstalkers characters be like into like like some of their other fighting. And they 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 do like costumes for Darkstalker stuff a lot. And uh, in most crossover games where it's like Capcom crossing over with like characters from Namco or whatever, they always put Darkstalkers characters always, always. And it's because the ladies have huge boobs and people love that. So like it's always Morgan and Felicia instead of any of the characters that I like. Uh, but I I would like to see Capcom do kind of like King of Fighters. Yes. Where it, it brought all of their like fighting game franchises into one. Mm-hmm. I would love to see like uh, at least do that for one of their games where it's like, hey, here's just like 30 character like like capcom fighting game characters in one game or something but but like as you said it's just gonna be felicia and morgan and and morgan yeah whereas like Mega Man x is it was the evolution of what Mega Man was like there were eight Mega Man games and then they made nine Mega Man x games i can't remember if x8 or x9 was the last one but they got weird. They got really weird where like the first three are just like normal Mega Man X games. And it's basically like edgier Mega Man and everything is like faster and stuff. And then they got into like starting to add zero and Axel and all these other really bizarre characters. Like it was just strange to go through a Mega Man game and like play with a sword and stuff like that. But a lot of what modern Mega Man is came out of it came out of like what Mega Man X was, which in the next, sure. in the next one, one of those is there. So, you yeah. know, and you have a lot more passion for X than I Mega Man X than I do for dark stalkers. So yeah, yeah. I, I push Mega Man X through. So yeah, uh, the next one is final fight versus uh, Mega Man zero. See, this is weird. Like the original <laughs> final fight. Uh huh. I would say in this case, I would need more Mega Man Zero. But the the reason for that is like everyone thought Mega Man was dead for a very long time. But the Game Boy Advance really brought Mega Man to the forefront. Like I love Mega Man Battle Network, which was a very different type of Mega Man game. But Mega Man Zero was like for regular Mega Man fans uh, because Zero would like have a gun and he would have the sword. But it it added a lot more like there were like these weird collectible things called elves and you could use those to give zero other abilities. There were three. I can't remember if there were three or four zero games. Cause there was Mega Man zero one, Mega Man zero two. And then there was ZX and something else on DS. And I didn't play one of those, but I played the other one. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It was very interesting and like it had a lot going on and it was very clearly like supposed to be a continuation of Mega Man X where like, 
maybe the character you were playing as was not actually zero and Mega Man X was the bad guy. It's very strange, mm. but th- those games were very interesting at the time. And I, I was glad that they like put out that Mega Man zero collection uh, so that like there was a way to play them modern uh, other than a Game Boy Advance. I thought that was sure. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Mega Man will have a Mega Man <laughs> matchup in the next round. Uh, but moving on, Devil May Cry 3 versus Dragon's Dogma. See, um, as someone who did not as someone who did not play Dragon's Dogma. I've been thinking I should try that because like I like open world games, so like, yeah. I, I might like that. Um, uh, but I haven't I haven't played either of these games. Before I kill Dragon's Dogma, I will say that it is a cool idea. Mm-hmm. And like the way you would like get the uh, AI controlled characters called the pawns that other people would make and you could like trade them and level them up and stuff. I thought that was cool. It also has a lot of really neat end game stuff. Uh, my brother played this a lot. Mm. Um, and it's just one of those things where it's like I net whenever someone like says, oh, what do you think about Capcom games? I'd personally never think of Dragon's Dogma, even though it is a Capcom game, because like to me, it it is like what Capcom's take on a Western game, but it still has like a weird Japanese feel to it. Just, just because like it is that high fantasy shit, like the elder scrolls or whatever. Like it is just like regular ass night people with like plate mail armor, but there are dragons there still. Whereas like, that's not what I think about when I'm thinking about Capcom. Uh, I don't know their games. I, I, I mean like maybe not high fantasy, but they definitely can feel a little bit more Western. They can, but just like that specifically like sure. feels like this is one step away from being Lord of the Rings characters. And you're like, that's not what I associate yes. with that. Um, but they do do a lot of very weird stuff that I think is interesting. Whereas devil may cry three is the best devil may cry game, arguably. So, uh, Which, it's made by the same studio, right? Uh, I don't remember if, if they do, maybe I think they are now. I don't know that they were back then. Or at least I thought it was the same, like, creative director. Uh, back then, Devil May Cry 3, the creative director would have been Kamiya, and he is okay, at, he's then. at Platinum now, so. So then I, I but, like, I think now. Now, it, now is. it is the same, I think, yeah. Because, uh, like, because like when he was, he was basically asked if he'd rather make Dragon's Dogma 2 or Devil May Cry 5, and he said he wanted to work on Devil May Cry 5. Yeah. So, so, I, so like, I think people, I think there's going to be a Dragon's Dogma 2 at yeah. some point. So what I will say is Devil May Cry 3 is when Devil May Cry became a good franchise because I don't think one one is weird because it is so totally different from all the other ones. Like it was originally supposed to be a Resident Evil game that they like pivoted Mm. at the last second. And like it is hard, but it is not like as combo and style focused as they got. Um, And so like if you go back and play one, it's like weirdly different. Like it doesn't feel the same at all, really. Uh, and is like and two, brutally difficult and two sucks. Two is like one of the probably one of the worst Capcom games. Like yeah, I, I I can't stand two. like I, I don't think it is a good game at all. Whereas three is like where when everybody thinks of who Dante is, that is Devil May Cry three Dante. So like, I don't know, it did a lot and like it made most character action games what they are now, which I think is cool. But um, it was also very brutally difficult at the time, which is why when it came out here, 
uh originally it was very hard and then they made the special edition which let you play as virgil uh and that made it easier for us dirty americans because we <laughs> suck at video games that was like the tail end of that like american suck at video games thing uh <laughs> I remember people being so mad that Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition was easier. Uh, it's fine, though. That game rules. Like, it has so much sure. stuff. The, the, the weapons are all very unique. I uh, like the sense of style. Uh, even being able to play as Virgil was very neat. Um, yeah, I, Devil May Cry 3 is very good. And now I would say people argue between whether or not 3 or 5 has better combat. Uh, mm-hmm. realistically probably five does just because it's like an evolution of what three was, but sure. People still have a lot of passion for, for three, for sure. Yeah. Three came out in 2005. Yes. Uh, so devil may cry three moves on. And so now we have dead rising versus, uh, ghouls and ghosts. Dead rising. Dead rising. Uh, I had to like scrape the bottom of the barrel to get Ghouls and Ghosts 32. fucking blows. I will say that as someone to Ghosts and Goblins and Ghouls and Ghosts, I have always thought were bad games and I've never mm. liked them. And what about that remake? That remake. Ooh, <laughs> that's rough. Uh, and Dead Rising is was like always cool. I, I only mm. ever like tried to play for like a handful of hours, but I Dead Rising one especially, I think is like really neat and that is the most western capcom shit you can get other than dragon's dogma because it's made by a canadian studio i believe but uh actually maybe not i think the first the the first first one one was was japanese two and three were i think made in canada yeah uh but uh and four yes um but dead rising one is weird and the way that i like the games to be weird uh yeah just like getting all the random items and killing the zombies with them is something else that that game is weird yes it is yeah um my the next matchup is like two of the weirder ones it is tatsunoko versus capcom which i don't understand why this was a wii game i just will never understand that because it was popular then (laughs) and then bionic commando and this is meant to be like the 361 yes and i still i still don't understand how Tatsunoko versus Capcom became a thing because like Tatsunoko makes children's like Saturday morning cartoons. Mm -hmm. They, they like make like, Oh, this is like the Japanese equivalent of Batman, except for that. They're not dark and edgy at all and are so fun and happy filled except for a couple of the characters. Like Tatsunoko did Karas as well. And that gets really dark and depressing, but yeah, like most of these are just like Japanese dumbass looking superheroes and like i don't know how they got the idea to be like we should put these against capcom <laughs> characters but like they did and i and they put it on the wii. and they put it on the wii and I, I think a lot of those characters are very fun uh it's, it's a fun game you know, like I, I think that game is interesting um because a lot of those versus games hadn't come out for a while so it was neat to see that same type of style of like this is batshit weirdness coming from yes. a capcom fighting game uh, whereas the Bionic Commando 360 game is something else, and I don't know that they should have rebooted it, but it is funny that his wife was inside his arm. Whoa! Spoilers, I, I have that game. Sorry, that's like the main thing about that game. Is no, the, I, I already knew The, the wife anyway. arm. Uh, mm-hmm. And people who liked the original Bionic Commando did not like that reboot. I never played it, but like... I remember well, people being like, why did this exist? Like, what happened here? How did this come? Well, they made, was it re-armed? rearmed? Yes. They like remastered one and two. 
Uh, and then they were like, oh, people liked those. We should just like make a new Bionic Commando game. And they made it like th- those first two games are like 2D side scrolling games, yes. whereas this is like a 3D action game. That's not what people who liked those two remasters wanted. Yeah. And the other sad thing about this game is like, I can't remember the studio that made it, but like they shut down like three months after. This oh, game. yeah. I. <sighs> It was just, it's such a bizarre thing. Like that is, that is the Spencer I think of because that's Mm -hmm. the one that's in Marvel three. Yes. Uh, and four, well, sorry, not four, uh, infinite, but infinite. Uh, so that's a fun game. I would say Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Yes. Yes. But but that Planet Uh, Commando game is wild. I'm glad they made it because I'm going to play it this year. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear about that because I I have always thought maybe I should go back and play that game because it seems like one of those weird games where it's like most people didn't like this, but I think I might really like it or I might enjoy it enough Enough to keep going. Yeah, because like I think the swinging round is a lot of fun. It's like the combat that's not. Yeah, yeah which which makes uh, but sense. like we've also played like spider-man in like better swinging since then mm-hmm. so i don't know how we'll I, I don't know how i'll feel about it uh but this next one is uh that's a tough one uh ultimate marvel versus capcom 3 uh versus mega man 2 see i don't like i am a criminal and i don't like the original mega man games and i, okay. I you know what i apologize i apologize to all the mega man fans out there i am much more mega man x oriented than mega man those games are punishing in a way that i don't think is fun and i never really liked them but we all know that i like marvel 3 because yes still i just like i mourn the loss of marvel 3 every day it is so sad we were robbed people it, should still be playing marvel 3 at tournaments that's all i'm saying i, was gonna, right? it, <laughs> I will say it because like street fighters 4 is coming up like, yeah that was when fighting game tournaments were at the best. Oh, to me, when yes. it was Street Fighter. It was Marvel and then Street Fighter four. I like I love watching Marvel Ultimate Marvel three yes. and I love watching Street Fighter four and Marvel was always hype. It is yes. always fun. I my brother is so good at it still and I he still will play all the time and it is I love Marvel three. It is. I don't really like watching video games mm-hmm. be played, but I like watching Marvel. <laughs> to me, it is an art form. It is. Yes. It is fucking crazy. It is just chaotic art. Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> it is controlled chaos. Yes. Uh-huh. Because the people who are doing it, they know what they're doing. They know exactly what's going on. And that's what I love. Yes. Like the fact that people can block in Marvel three still blows my mind. It's like, how did you know to block that? <laughs> it's impossible. It's actually impossible. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Still love that shit. Uh, so nope, uh, we're pushing Marvel three. Uh, that's going to be a fun one to keep talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next one is a tough matchup. It's uh Marvel versus Capcom two. So like, this is this Ultra is Street Fighter Four. This is another one where I feel bad about it is because I think most regular people would say Marvel Two because like I don't know the Street way Fighter Four. The way I feel about Marvel Three is how I think most people feel about Marvel Two. Like pro fighting game players, when they look back and are like, "What tournaments did I like the best?" People will always say Marvel Two and uh, Capcom vs SNK Two, and like. Marvel 2 is still fucking crazy. 
like today people come up with yes. new tech because there are 900 trillion characters but like street fighter 4 man i will never not love that game i don't give a shit what anybody ever said about that game because people like retroactively hated it like at the end of at the end of street fighter 4 everybody's like i can't wait to be done with this fucking shitty game and i was like man what the fuck i love street fighter 4 and then now they're all apologists because everybody hates mm-hmm. street fighter 5 so they wish we were playing street fighter 4 again it's like all right let's all just realize that all you guys want to do is play third strike forever okay we all can get over it but like i yeah i enter tournaments in street fighter 4 man like i I do still love playing that game. Like I think at the end when it was ultra and it has all those, all the other characters like from super street fighter and arcade edition and ultimate and all that stuff like, or sorry, ultra. Um, I, I think that game was very fun. And like, I loved going to those tournaments. Then I still like playing that game. I don't know. I, the fighting game scene had died. Yes, and, and Street, Street Fighter, Fighter 4, 4 res- single-handedly <laughs> resurrected that shit. And Blaze Blue fans get so mad whenever people say that, and it's because Blaze Blue came out like the year or two before Street Fighter 4. And it's like, look, man, a fucking anime-ass <laughs> fighting game made by Arc System Works after they had put a bullet in Guilty Gear was like not going to resurrect this scene. Like anime fighting games are still more niche than Capcom fighting games. It doesn't matter how anime fighting game fans feel about Capcom games. Capcom games are what carry the scene usually. And like there was, there weren't even really mortal Kombat. like mortal Kombat versus DC universe came out then, but like no one was fucking like playing tournaments of that shit. Like it, that was always Mortal Kombat was always for more of the casuals. And I'm not trying to like, no, no, that is a negative. I mean, like Mortal Kombat has always appealed to the, the mass market. Yeah. But like, even before that game, Mortal Kombat had been gone for a long time. So yes. it's just one of those things where like, yes, the fighting games were absolutely dead in right. a way that was like really sad for a long time. And Street Fighter four just brought it back single handedly. So like, I, I will always remember that. But like, other than that, I think Street Fighter four was an excellent game. Two, it, it. I mean, it is basically taking Street Fighter Two and reinventing it. Yes, exactly. And uh, like that, that's, Street Fighter that's why it was, was so important. Street Fighter Two is one of the most pure fighting games mm-hmm. you can find. And then I would say Four is just like an, a refinement of that. So yeah. like, yeah, I mean, like Street Fighter Four is probably one of the best games to, for like a beginner to just learn fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is definitely true. I think so. Like, yeah, I, I, I. I full-heartedly say like push uh street fighter ultra street fighter 4 i put ultra because it's well it's just the culmination of the whole thing yes it's the best of the best of the three so like so yes uh so street fighter 4 is moving on and Mm -hmm. so now we have breath of fire versus beautiful joe uh i will say beautiful joe hands down because you own a t-shirt i do uh, i uh, own many t-shirts in fact uh but breath of fire is a jrpg and we all know how i like those uh breath of fire one two three four and dragon quarter all excellent Mm -hmm. they sadly killed that franchise by making it into a facebook game uh but those games are cool and it always blows my mind that like people who play a lot of video games don't know breath of fire exists there was a thread on Resetera a couple months ago where someone was like, I found this hidden gem 
called Breath of Fire, and everyone in there just obliterated them into the ground. And they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? And people were like defending them. Like, oh, to be fair to him, there hasn't been a new one in 15 years. And it's like, okay, but like, he's also talking about all these Super Nintendo RPGs. They're Super Nintendo games. They're on the Switch online. Like, it's not like no one's ever heard of this and they haven't been released before. You can play Breath of Fire 1 on Switch Online right now. In fairness, like, you hear people talk about Final Fantasy. You hear people talk about, like, but you don't really hear people talk about Breath of Fire. Well, no, but that is because it's been gone for a long time. But, like, outside of that, like, it's not like it's some obscure thing no one's ever fucking heard of. It's on Switch Online. Anyone can, thousands and thousands, like, hundreds of thousands of people can go play it right now. So it's mm-hmm. not like it's like forgotten in the ether, like they lost the source code or something. Yeah, like I but like the first time I heard of Breath of Fire was from Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, this was like a, a Capcom's JRPG to kind of be like Dragon Quest or. You know, yeah, and it it is it is very good. Uh, mm-hmm. They, in my opinion, only got better. Like two is very good. Three is excellent. Mm-hmm. Four is fucking amazing. Five, they took a weird, different approach that some people like some people don't um but yeah they they just don't make it anymore and like that's one of those things where i never understood why a breath of fire character never made it into like a capcom versus game Mm. because it is like uh he's like the main character ryu is like link well maybe it's because his name is ryu uh so they can't have ryu and ryu uh but he's like he's just like a blue-haired kid that can turn into a dragon and like it's always like just like the same person named Ryu, but they like look slightly different, kind of like Link does. And mm-hmm. I was like, and there's like the love interest girl, uh, Nina always, um, was like the same type of character with like angel wings. Uh, so I always thought that was interesting, but beautiful Joe fucking is sick because it, it speaks to me personally. I love power Rangers and the things they're based off of Super Sentai and uh, Common Rider. And that's what Beautiful Joe is. My man transforms like a fucking Power Ranger, Henshin Agogo, which that means transform uh, in Japanese. Uh, he's got a fucking Megazord. Uh, and it is about like just dumb Power Rangers action bullshit. But it is like basically 2D Devil May Cry outside of that. Mm-hmm. And I, the first one is very good. The second one, less good. Uh, the DS one was okay. The party game, less than okay. Uh, also, in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom, Beautiful Star- Joe, my man, got his his time, mm-hmm. his time. Clover's games, the him and Amaterasu baby, they both got in. Uh, but I, I love Beautiful Joe, and I think yes. that we are living in a crime world where Capcom is not releasing an HD remaster of Beautiful Joe. Everybody tweet at your local Capcom representative to get Beautiful Joe on well, the no, fucking no 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 we, no, we have them to, to s- s- no Sunset Overdrive look, and that's what our audience needs look, to focus Sunset on. Overdrive look, Sunset time. Overdrive Two is not as realistic <laughs> as them just fucking putting out these games again. I don't even want them to remaster. I don't give a fuck. I just want to play Beautiful Joe on a modern console. They don't even have to re-add Dante from Devil May Cry if they don't want to. I don't need that. I don't care about that part. You can get you can platinum it. I could. I wouldn't be able to because I'm not good at it. But mm. I love beautiful Joe. And you love the idea of being able to platinum. I love the idea of being able to platinum <laughs> it. I do. Uh, so beautiful Joe is like a game that speaks yes. to me personally. I own much beautiful Joe merch. Uh, but yeah, I would have to pick that. Out of the two. So, all right. 
Uh, the next one, I wasn't sure Monster Hunter like 3DSs, so I just kind of put like Manny's face. We're going to say 4 Ultimate. Okay. Uh, Monster Hunter 4 versus Power Stone. Uh I will always I will always go with Monster Hunter Four uh, over. So uh, first, I'll talk about Power Stone because I, Power Stone is the progenitor to Smash. Or well, yes. actually, that's not true. It came out after Smash. But <laughs> I, people people our age talk about Power Stone very fondly. Yes, people our age played the Power Stone demo and they really loved it. Uh, mm-hmm. Power Stone is fun. Like I. I don't know. It's just like a dumb fucking four player game party ish game thing where you like collect the power stones. When you get them all, you transform and you're way stronger and you blow the shit out of all the other people. Uh, like smash, you pick up stupid items like dumbass guns and shit, like fuck each other up. Uh, power stone two, Very good as well. They put a collection of them both on the PSP. This is another franchise where like, I'm kind of surprised that they don't put out like a collection again. I mean, I guess they already did on PSP, but who the fuck owns a PSP? Well, and like these are multiplayer. They're games. like multiplayer games. Yeah, I this is this one. I just is another one outside of Beautiful Joe where like I don't get their weird reluctance to not just like put out a collection of it because it's one of those things where it wouldn't take that much effort on their part. And like it would be digi- it would be digital only. So it's not low risk. Yeah. So it's like very, very low risk. <laughs> Uh, because like you, you already have this. I mean, obviously you have to get a studio to port it and do the other stuff. It's not just as easy as like cut and paste, but I feel like beautiful Joe and a power stone collection. Like I don't get it. I I don't Mm -hmm. understand because people do have like fond memories for those games. Uh, but yeah, power stone is just like dumb fun. Um, whereas monster hunter Four ultimate, I played for like a thousand hours. And it is Monster Hunter, uh, but, you know, it's excellent. It is so right. so many monsters. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I am not going to argue against the uh, the monster that is uh, Monster <laughs> Hunters. Um, the next one, Devil May Cry 1 mm-hmm. versus Rival Schools. I will always say Rival Schools because it can never win anything. What do you... <sighs> It was. It got a stage in Street Fighter Five. I mean, it has a character it. in Street Fighter Five. That's true. She, she's not that. out yet, but she will be soon. Akira. It is a stage and a character. They remember that it exists. Now, the interesting thing about Rival Schools is it was it was a three D fighter, right? From what I'm. Uh, it was a two D fighter, kind of but like, you could like pivot like Tekken, sort of. Uh, right. It, it. I guess it was more like um DC online, like the yeah. the, uh, the Mortal Kombat first DC online mm-hmm. or what or not. Yeah, that's Mortal Kombat first DC or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like you could pivot mm-hmm. and change planes or whatever, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't quite a 3D. No, and so like Rival Schools in its sequel uh Oh god, I'm a crim Project Justice, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um I I Project Justice is one of my favorite fighting games of all time, like personally to play. Uh, and it's just, it's, this is one of those things where I want another one, but I get why they don't. And it is because it is so Japanese. Like it is about Japanese schools coming together. And like, they all have very specific like sports and clubs they play. And it is like, so filled to the brim with Japanese culture that like to just put that out and like expect it to sell mass copies is a fool's errand that will never happen. So I get it in the same way I get that they will never put out another Darkstalkers. Right. Uh, but I, I really like the charm and like weirdness of rival schools. 
I always thought it was sad that they never really put rival schools characters in uh, Marvel in Marvel vs. Capcom. They did it in right. uh, Capcom versus SNK, but it was never the characters I wanted. <laughs> Personally, it was always like just like the main dude, like Kiyosuke, and uh, I can never think of the other guy's name. Batsu. He oh, he was yes, he's the, he's the one who was in Tatsunoko versus Capcom. But those are the two because they were always on the cover that they would put right. on everything. Um, but like then obviously Street Fighter Five is getting Akira, who is one of the characters that most people probably would have wanted in a lot of other stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, Rival Schools is a fun fighting game, and that was around the time where like because Street Fighter was such a big deal, Capcom kept putting out all these weird fighters like Cyberbots and like fucking the one that. Uh, the Hayato is from and Marvel too. I can't even guardi galaxy guardians. I don't even fucking remember what it was called. I don't think it was guardians. It, what, no, it wasn't. It was, it was like galaxy something. Uh, and that game sucked. That is a bad fighting game. Um, but yeah, they were doing a lot of weird stuff then. And so like, right. I think they eventually realized like, Oh, the only two that actually like hold a lot of value with people and that would probably still sell are marvel vs. capcom and street fighter so we're probably never going to get these other ones but i still you know i dream i dream and i mean marvel vs. capcom i mean let's be honest here the marvel name is definitely a big seller yes of that. for sure um, and then street fighter is just like is fighting games yes so yeah <laughs> which actually i think the first street fighter was like the first fighting game actually as well uh yes so. or one of the very first for sure and then Street Fighter 2, like, invented Accid- Accidentally invented combos, yeah. Uh, that's yes. my favorite part about it, is that they <laughs> accidentally invented combos. They were like, oh, this is a bug, but people thought it was uh-huh. so sick that we just left it. <laughs> <laughs> oops. Yeah, oops. Uh, so, so, all right. Uh, Rival Schools is moving on. Well, probably not much further than that, but good nope, luck definitely to not. <laughs> Uh, the next one is interesting. It's Okami, which is basically Capcom Zelda. It is. Uh, versus Ezra, Ezra, Ezra's Wrath. Yes. Which is basically the most anime game ever made. It's so fucking good. I love Ashura's <laughs> Wrath. And this is that's another crime. The fact that Ashura was not in Marvel vs. Capcom 3 or Infinite is bullshit. He is made for those games. He is that game. I don't understand. Okami made it. Yeah, fucking Amaterasu made it. What the fuck? Which is fine. I, that's a great game. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I have, I have tried to play Okami multiple times, and I have never been able to get into it. Mm. Uh, but it is just Zelda with a wolf, right. the sun god. In fact, um, and it is like very stylized, like with the Japanese watercolor stuff. It, it's a beautiful. Game. It is, and people really like Okami Den, the DS sequel as well, where you play as the puppy Amaterasu. Um. But yeah, I it like never really gelled with me that much. I think if I pl- tried to play like the PS4 version, I would be okay. The Wii version was weird because they wanted you to do all these like fucking like mm. paint strokes, and I was not about that life. I just wanted to push A to attack. Yeah. Um. Where Azura's Wrath is the first example I can think of of DLC that is literally a crime. The ending of this game is not in the game. You have to pay $20 for the ending. Do you think you can still get it? I don't even know that you can. I have it (laughs) on my PS3 forever. But, like, it's so fucked up. Like, if someone today was to buy Azura's Wrath, 
they would get to the end and be like, what the fuck is that? And then it's like $20 or some ludicrous bullshit to get to the ending. And like Ajira's Wrath is not really a game. It is basically like quick time event, a series of quick time events while wild shit happens. Like you do control it at certain points, but it's not ever really like serious. It's a lot of like mashing circle when they tell you to and like a bunch of bizarre, like highly stylized fights. Uh it is an interesting game, and I'm glad that Capcom made it. I don't think they will ever do anything more with it, but uh, it was cool. I, in this case, I will say Okami. Oh, really? Uh, I okay. think because even though it never really gelled with me, I I know that I would like it. But I think like as a game, it holds up better. Whereas like Azura's Wrath, I love, but like the fact that that ending was like twenty dollar DLC was just absolute bullshit would it be called episode pack part four yes because i can get it on xbox 360 store for seven dollars yes that is that is it because i mean it's 1.65 gigs so i'm like that's got it it is it yeah yeah okay so you're picking i would say okami okami specifically because well well, but no just because i think that it is a a game that is better okay okay (laughs) Even though you didn't really like it. Yeah, whereas Ajara's Wrath is like a fun movie, essentially. Sure. But like, from what I hear, they did quick time events right. It's oh, like yeah. The best it, is so, it is so cool. But like Okami, I think if I played it now, I would really like it. Sure. Um, I just, I think because I tried the Wii version mainly, it did not, it ruined the experience. So that, that the Wii could do that. It could me. do that to people. Except in the uh, next category where it enhances the experience, but <laughs> uh, the next one is Resident Evil Four, a verse Resident Evil Two remake. Yeah, and we should just say it's Resident Evil Two remake because it's better and modern. I I tried Four, I didn't care for it. I'm not shitting on Four. Like at the I'll time, let you I borrow the Wii version, and then you'll get it. <laughs> uh, but like Resident Evil Two remake is, I in my opinion, one of the best games in this list. Uh, that's probably true, yeah. Uh, it's just a phenomenal game. Uh, I I remember I played it like right around when we were doing Game of the Year, so like it didn't make my top ten list. Mm-hmm. If I had played it, it would have definitely been like top two that year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Resident Evil Two Remake is a phenomenal product. Yeah. Um, I I have nothing but great things to say about it. They just they did. They took what was a really good game, Resident Evil 2, and I i mean, they just modernized it. And I really think, like, they showed how remakes should be done. Yes. Before, like, I, like, I know, like, Final Fantasy VII did the same thing mm-hmm. uh, with just completely re- reinventing it. But, like, this this came out before. Yeah, that. yeah. But, like, um, but, yeah, like, I would like to see a lot more, like, remakes done in this style mm-hmm. of, for, like, a lot of, like, older games. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, uh, I have nothing but very positive things to say about Resident Evil 2. So that is an easy, easy decision for me to make. This next one is a little tougher. Uh, Monster Hunter World, a game that I loved versus Street Fighter 2 Turbo. In this case, I would say Monster Hunter World, but it's because Uh, it's because I never liked street fighter 2 turbo as much as everybody else did like i think it's fun especially at the time it was fun and like it's filled with the fundamentals but like i like wild combos and shit and so like in the game where they invented combos and like they weren't quite there yet 
to me, it never felt great. Right. And like, especially now with the context of modern fighting games, going back to it for me is so hard. <clears throat> and like, it just it's, feels like you're walking through molasses. It's a fun, like history lesson. Yeah. To go back to, but like, I don't think it comes close to monster hunter. World. No. And it's one of those things where too, where I feel like people really put street fighter two on a pedestal, but a lot of those people also were alive and played it in arcades. Yes. <laughs> so like, it, it's, well, we it's were alive. Game. I mean, we were alive, but, but we were too young to like, yeah, we were go professional not. at Street Fighter <laughs> 2 and like fucking, you know, like put money down on it and shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, we were not sitting at the, the arcade cabinet <laughs> smoking. Yeah, like we weren't smoking, there yet. throwing out Hadoukens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were not there yet. Not maybe too young for that. Well, what was that? Probably like 93. Yeah, 94? like 992, 93, probably. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we were <laughs> like one, two, three we were years occupied old. with different things. <laughs> I was watching Rudolph uh, on repeat, probably. Uh, even even in July. Always. Whenever. Mm, always. Yeah. Mm. So, I was probably crying. That's fine. I mean, yeah. that's what happens then. Uh-huh. Who knows? Maybe I shit my pants at some point. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that's more fun than Street Fighter 2 Turbo. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You don't have to shower after. That's true. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'm moving on. Dino Crisis. <laughs> versus Double May Cry 5. Oh, tough one. Tough one. So, is, I mean, obviously, tough. we both really like Double May Cry 5. So yes. I will say that. Dino Crisis has always been baffling to me because it is literally just Resident Evil, but with dinosaurs, it's mm-hmm. so fucking stupid. And I can't believe they made more than one. But I also can't believe that people are still pushing for a Dino Crisis remake like Resident Evil 2 remake. Because, like, who does that fucking sell to? Like, I don't understand. I mean, if they do it right, people like dinosaurs, but like, that's just one of those things where it's like, no one likes dino crisis. Like they liked resident evil Two. It's not even close. Why would you expect <laughs> them to make a game of that budget and scope over dino crisis? It's bizarre. Like we're lucky that they made more than one dino crisis in the first place. Mm-hmm. And like, from what I have seen, like watching people go back to play it, they're always like, Ooh, it's not as good as I remember. <laughs> So I don't know. Dino Crisis is fucking weird, but Devil May Cry Five, like, it is the sequel to Devil May Cry Three that we all deserved, I think. Well, except for Scott, but, and I still get it. so mad at the him about that. Like Resident Evil, uh, Resident Evil, uh, Devil May Cry Four is fine, and like right. I'm one of the few people who liked playing as Nero more than I liked playing as Dante. But like, well, and before. Or after that, there was DMC. Yeah, and I even like that. So people, yeah, people, people extra it. consider me to be a criminal because I like Devil May Cry Four and DMC. Mm. Uh, hey, as long as you don't like two, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably fine. People get really mad when I say I like DMC. Uh, but five is like is like actually like what I would expect a sequel to three to be like in mm. terms of like combat and how it flows, and that's why since I haven't played three in a long time, like I don't know if the combat in three or five is better. Like it, it is definitely the closest to three for sure. And it is like, or at least it's the closest from what you remember. Th- yes, that that's true. Um, 
and like now it's got Virgil in it. I haven't played as Virgil because I didn't buy the special edition. I don't know why they always fucking do that. Capcom is so. Well, wasn't dumb. there like an upgrade ver- Like you didn't have, you could just upgrade it, and you didn't have to buy the whole. Yeah, thing. I just didn't do that. But I also wasn't going to play through Devil May Cry Five again just to try out playing as Virgil. So like, but but it, I mean it it is that like it it is what Devil May Cry fans wanted that whole time. Um, and I it think it's really mind cool. Blowing yeah, it was really cool. He was he oh, was boy. Virgil. I mean, who saw that coming? <laughs> yeah, the plot left some to be desired, but I, I don't make Cry's plot has never was, been its strong suit. I don't think it was fun. Like it was a oh, fun it's, plot. it's a fucking fun plot, and it's a, the gameplay is more fun than that to me. Like I just yes, that is a game where to me the reward is playing the game. It, like I just liked playing the game. It was fun playing it. it as I said, it was uh, a except fun I did plot. not like playing as V. I hated that actively, but everything else. Uh, it was a graphically. It was oh, graphically, impressive. it's crazy. Yeah, they did very wild motion capture for those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Devil May Cry Five. Like I was very worried about that game. Like I thought it was like this is what we all get. This is what we all deserve. You mm-hmm. all complained about DMC when it was fine, and now we're gonna get mm-hmm. some piece of trash that sucks and it was actually awesome so like good on capcom yeah, yeah. For that. that was it was four of us on that pot game of the year podcast and it was on all four of our lists yes so i think that was one of the few times that'll probably ever yeah happen. ever i think that's one of the few times that'll probably ever happen but that that game is excellent for sure yes yep uh this next matchup is another tough one i think uh resident evil 7 versus street fighter third strike which I really do like Third Strike a lot. Third Strike is the fighting game. Like, it is the fighting game that all fighting game fans get together and say, you know what? This is it. This is the one. Well, it, well it, it's the one that has the moment. Yeah, Evo, the Evo moment where uh, Justin versus Daigo when the, yes. the epic parry happens against Chun-Li. Like, it is it is that. It It, it is hype incarnate to me. Um, and I still, even now think that it has some of the best 2d animations that have ever existed. Like I still think third strike flows really well. Um, I like its soundtrack a lot. It has a lot of weird hip hop shit in it. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, and like that, I don't know, like when iron galaxy did that re-release of it, that was a really good re-release people. Uh, you can play it on fight Cade still um so you can like actually get good online matches in it but only against people who will absolutely fucking demolish you at third strike um and like yeah like people still play third strike there is the i can't think of the name of it offhand but there is the third strike tournament in japan every year that is always like a really big deal Mm -hmm. um they do like teams and stuff um yeah, I don't know. Um, Whereas Resident Evil, like it reinvented Resident Evil. Like it is. I was gonna say, like, like it was on a downward trend. Oh, for, uh, like, it's more than downward. <laughs> six was like a trash fire tragedy, uh, and then seven they like completely reinvented it. They went to the first person perspective. Mm-hmm. They brought in a new character, Ethan, who like I sat down and like was like really trying to figure out like do I like seven or eight better? I still don't know. I ultimately just kind of chose seven because like it was yeah, close yeah. enough. Uh but like holy shit, seven, it scared me. Like I had nightmares. That's why they toned down eight. That is uh, so many people it, were like, this is too creepy. I, it was, I don't know, man. The, there was one section in that game, the like 
it was like the second after the house it was the shed or something like that it was like the back Mm -hmm. it that that's that entire area just like fucked me up and like i had nightmares for days i did not sleep well for a few days uh resident evil 7 like i played that and i was like i enjoyed this but i don't know if i will ever be able to play another resident evil game and then I gave two a try, and then I loved it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I got to try all the Resident Evils out now. Uh, but, like, I, I don't know which one I would pick. Well, so what, the you, other thing I think is wild about Resident worse. Evil 7 is, like, Resident Evil 7 and Monster Hunter World saved Capcom. <laughs> Resident Evil 7, yes, because, like, even they released this, and then, like, a couple months later, they did Street Fighter V, which was just like a tragedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they did, I think, Marvel after that. Yeah, and those those were like fucked up. But I mean, like Resident Evil 7 and Monster Hunter World are the reason why Capcom still exists, like legitimately. Monster Hunter World made the money and it made Monster Hunter hit the mainstream. But like then you're like, OK, well, like what if the only thing they can still do is make Monster Hunter? But then Resident Evil 7 worked as well. And it's like, oh, now that makes it so that they will make a resident evil remake. They will continue to make resident evil and not just let it die. Like those two things I think are people should thank them is what I'm saying. Like if you like Capcom games, you should thank resident evil seven and monster hunter world because like it would not exist. Devil may cry five would never have come out ever. Right. And the the if if Resident Evil Seven was terrible, we wouldn't have gotten the remake of 2. exactly. And I think that's like a that's a really big deal. Uh so like, but like I mean, Third Strike is as you said is like a huge. But like for me, I, I appreciate what Third Strike is, but mm-hmm. like I'm not as big of a fan of it. I will definitely go more Resident Evil Seven, but I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I would always go Third Strike, but I mean, if you want to say Resident Evil Seven, that's fine because I don't think there is any world in which Third Strike wins this poll over after this point so like i don't you know i i am not even looking at uh further on um i i just know for me like if i'm going to really push a capcom fighting game it's gonna be street fighter 4 and it's gonna be more yeah exactly like i mean we weren't there at the prime of third strike so like i can't just be like oh yes this above all else i saw like i resident evil 7 is fine i think so yes uh, so Resident Evil 7 moves on, and now I see why you're saying that, because it's uh, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, versus Strider, which Strider's an interesting, it's like a Metroidvania. We did you uh, did you play the Strider that came out like near the PS4 launch? I did. I played mm, probably like four-ish hours. The only thing I did not like about that game is that it does not let you go back after the final boss. I hate that. I- because I would yeah, have 100%ed that game. I really like that game. And it, they've fucked me on that. Especially like a game like that where like the whole point is like exploration and clearing out the map. And Str- Strider is a weird franchise because like it started as just like a side scrolling action game. But then it like certain versions of it that were like not the arcade version, but like specific console versions. Like I think the original Nintendo version was the one that was like a Metroidvania. And then they just like kept going with that. Uh and I, that that was that's interesting. Um, whereas Ace Attorney is the best thing ever. Uh, <laughs> I was just looking at that bottom four. Yeah, that is a that's Death's Row. Yeah, there. Uh, that's, that's but like, like Ace Attorney is just a great franchise. Like I like um, 
I really like Phoenix as a character. I think that that is the reason why I am able to tolerate visual novels is because like before I would have just been like, no way. But after playing Phoenix, right. And that original trilogy, I was like, you know, I will give more of these a shot. And like, that's why I was able to like play Danganronpa and a bunch of other stuff like that. Like, but it still holds up. And like, what I think is cool is in that Capcom leak, they might make a new one. Mm. Uh, and I, I think that's really neat because they've had two trilogies and the great ace attorney uh, now coming out in English. And like, I, I would love for there to be more Phoenix, right? I think that's cool. And like the fact that because it is about being a lawyer, people like judge it less than most visual novels, which are usually about fucking weird anime girls. Sure. Uh, so I, you know, Phoenix, right. Is, is excellent. I think both, uh, both are in Marvel three. Uh, yes. True. Uh, but yes. Uh, Did you see? The, OK, at- but now I have to say this. Did you see the potential leak that Phoenix is the last Smash character? <laughs> you would lose. It seems shit. pretty credible, too. I oh my I will lose my fucking gourd. And so does he have great music? Oh, it's got the best music. OK, I will lose my brain. I, I'm saying this now on this podcast. If Phoenix is the final character. When the internet blows up, I will blow up on the internet because I fucking, <laughs> oh my God. I I could not possibly be more happy than if Phoenix was the final character. That would that would seal the deal for me. Oh my fucking God. And they were only on Game Boy Advance and DS for so long. Mm-hmm. And then they, the only other place they were re-released was the Wii. That shit lived on Nintendo, man. Fuck. Ugh. I would love for Phoenix to be in Smash. That's all I'm saying. That'd be really fun. That would be very funny and fun. I would have so much fun. I I would just laugh because I know the internet would just like. Uh, and I also hope that he's good because he sucked in Marvel three. I was so excited for my boy <laughs> to come to Marvel three. And then he was like the worst character in the game. And I was like, how can you do this to me? Hey, if he gets all he found, of the evidence, yes. if he gets all the evidence, that form is great. But how the fuck are you going to do that in a Marvel match? Oh man! I mean, if you're playing me, you can probably. I mean, same. Out. If they were playing us, they're they're gonna get in there. But it's just like, uh-huh. man, how how are you gonna do this to my guy? The only way he's good is by stopping, which is the only thing you never want to do in Marvel. Like, oh my <laughs> fucking god! So yeah, mm. uh, and yeah, round two now, I guess. Yep. Uh, moving on to round two. Which we have the Mega Man's going up against. I don't know how that happened. Like no more Mega Man's, uh, just right at the top here. Uh, so Mega Man X versus Mega Man Zero. Uh, I would say Mega Man X because Mega Man Zero doesn't exist without Mega Man X, and they're like kind of different. But Mega Man is Mega Man X is more Mega Man than Zero. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, Devil May Cry three versus Dead Rising. We know Devil. Yeah, May I would Cry say 3. Devil May Cry three is a. A more beloved product. Oh, this is sad. This next it, one is it, sad. How did this uh, happen? <laughs> Tatsunoko versus Capcom versus Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom three. Two versus games, you know. Excellent. Uh-huh. Marvel three. The I mean, like yeah, you yeah, gotta, you gotta is, do it. Yes, yes. It one was not on the Wii. <laughs> uh, so we'll go with that one. Yeah. Oh, my um, baby. Oh, it's so sad. Ultra Street Fighter 4 versus Beautiful so, Joe. I, you know I what? It's fine. You make this. It's fine. I'm we will pick Ultra Street Fighter 4. Okay. Everyone knows that I love Beautiful Joe and that he deserves You do realize what happens next I do. Round, right? I realize. I know. 
Okay. Uh, okay. And I know what happens to me. Uh, Beautiful Joe <laughs> deserves to come back. And but mm-hmm. Ultra Street Fighter Four, you know, it will yeah, always be there. Yes, uh, Monster Hunter Four uh, first Rival Schools. Yeah, Monster Hunter Four is better than Rival Schools. <laughs> sure, there's a lot of fighting games, but Capcom is known for their fighting games. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, Okami versus Resident Evil Two. Uh, I think. We I mean, we just say Resident, Resident Evil Two. Yeah. Um, uh, Monster Hunter World versus Devil May Cry Five. Like, I like Devil May Cry Five. I will not say anything negative about it, but it's not beating. Monster yeah, Hunter I World. would say I would say Monster Hunter World in that, but I do. That's a crime one as well. Mon- th- those are both excellent products. Um, I love Resident Evil Seven, but my passion for Resident Evil Seven does not match your passion for Phoenix Wright. It's so I love it so much. I love so, it so like much. I can't. I can't tell you that Resident Evil 7 is better than I know. Phoenix I would say Phoenix Wright, which it's going to die anyways, but that's fine. And also, I'm going to say this. Where the fuck is my Phoenix Wright merch at? Fangamer can license Okami. They can license Beautiful Joe. They can't license Phoenix mm-hmm. Wright. I'm writing them a passionate letter. Hey, Manny, looking at this. Top eight, we got a Mega Man, we got a Devil May Cry, we got Street Fighter. We've, we've, reached, we've reached peak Capcom here. Uh, uh, Resident <laughs> Evil, we got a, a Phoenix Wright, and we have two Monster exactly. Games. Exactly. So like, we have good variety. We've done it. Uh, but getting back to round three, uh, Devil May Cry 3 versus Mega Man X. I will say Devil May Cry 3, uh, okay. just because like I, don't, I would rather play Devil May Cry than I would play Mega Man X. Uh, can we skip this next <laughs> one? <laughs> this is this one is this is the hardest one out of all of them. So like, I I'm gonna oh god, which one I'd rather play Street Fighter Four? Which one would I rather watch Marvel I mean, Three? Same. Which one I think is better? I don't so I am the same as you there. I I would say Marvel Three because I st- I believe. I believe that it should still be there at tournaments. I Marvel was wronged. At least fucking Street Fighter Four got Street Fighter Five, which is like, aside from all its bullshit, is a fine fucking game. And now it is. Good. And now it is good. And like or- Oro's coming in, Akira's coming in. The new character looks alright. But like, what the fuck? Marvel Infinite was a crime. I cannot believe that they followed up the success of Marvel three with fucking Marvel infinite. They gave them a budget of $6 and Marvel was really dumb then about what was going on with their franchises and stuff. And like, it just, Oh, well, and it got replaced by dragon ball and it's not the same. No, it is not not the the same. same. It is not the same. Uh, so like yes i i but i think like it's also hard because we're saying this as outsiders and the scene got very burnt out on three yeah but like they had nothing to replace it with and like that's what i think is fucking insane is like dragon ball just got another new patch how the fuck Mm -hmm. is that possible stop make a sequel please for the love of god i don't understand just make us make a make a patch for ultimate marvel versus capcom 3 exactly Marlon Pie still streams it. I love watching him. And I bet that would bring people back. Like, just like <laughs> patching it. Yeah. And I mean, they but don't fix it too much. Don't fix it too no, much. No, but they re released it, it on PC too. Like, that was. Yes, they did. And they re released it on like 
the newer yeah, consoles. So like that did give it some. It more did life. give it some more life, and like I, I don't know, man. Although people were like, "Oh, the Xbox 360 version is better than the PS4 version," but like, and it, it's not it, that may be the case, but like at least tournament like holders didn't have to have 360s anymore. Yes, because like everybody had PS4s at that mm-hmm. point. So yeah. But uh, yes, I'm perfectly fine moving Marvel Three along. Uh, this next one, Monster Hunter Four versus Resident Evil Two. Um, I will. We can see. I'll concede this one because <laughs> you're gonna fight the next one. Yeah, uh, because Monster Hunter Four is very good. I played it for hundreds mm-hmm. of hours. Resident Evil Two remake is a remake unlike most others. I like, I, I don't know. It's unrealistically you're, good. For you're me. not a re- you're not a resident. I'm not Evil a resident guy. evil guy. And I'm usually not a remake guy either. So like <laughs> on both fronts, it, uh, I think you would like to, I though. think I would like to as well. I do. I do. Cause like, sure. it is like a, it's definitely got like that Metroidvania style, yeah, yeah. uh, aspect where you're like, Oh, I got this item. Now I can kind of go around the world and just kind of like find, find what I can now like get or unlock or whatever. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, it's definitely a lot of fun to just run around and explore, uh, those worlds. And like, as I keep saying, like, and I know this isn't new to resident evil too, but I just love the fact that like on the map, it changes colors to let you know that you've got everything in that. And that section, Mm -hmm. I wish more games would do that. Yeah. Resident evil eight does that as well. So resident evil eight did it. The, the, the remake of one did it. Yeah the remaster or whatever i mean like more games need to do that and i'm not saying more resident evil I'm just, just more, more video games, games that have maps yes. yes i agree with that uh because like completionists we appreciate that yes uh this next one <laughs> i'm sorry monster hunter world versus uh phoenix right say monster hunter world kill my boy because it just is what it is i don't know it blew up in a way that it, is spectacular it got me into monster Hunter. exactly it made you give it a shot and i'll take it uh so now we are into the semi-finals so the final four and we have devil may cry three versus a marvel three marvel three to me marvel, marvel three, three is uh moving on uh and then and this then next one monster i would say Hunter. monster Hunter world just because it is a game that we both we liked. both liked and it saved capcom well, they both. I bet these are two of the best selling. One hundred percent. But Monster Hunter World, but like sold, Monster Hunter uh, World, is like the best selling. It sold game an illegal time. amount of copies. <laughs> like that's what I think is funny is when Atlas was like, "I can't believe Persona Four sold this much," and it sold like fucking a hundred thousand copies. Monster <laughs> Hunter World, they were like, "Oh, I guess this is pretty good," and it sold like millions and millions of copies. Like. I, I just bet they were just like Scrooge McDucking in money at that point. Like, I don't fucking understand how that happened. And then Square Enix was like, I know Tomb Raider sold like 10 million copies, but we're really disappointed. <laughs> in yeah. sales. Yeah, I can't believe that Hitman and Tomb Raider <laughs> sold so well, but I'm very disappointed. Whereas Capcom was like, oh, fuck, we're making money now. Jesus Christ. It just uh, like, I don't know. Hey. Uh, Wait, if you make good games, it sells well? <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> if you make games that are accessible to people instead of outright uh-huh. punishing them, they like that? Are you kidding me? <laughs> if we make Monster Hunter accessible to a regular human, people will buy it? 
Like I just yeah. Yeah, but what about like the five people that like were purists and like didn't like that they God, I just get every time I see someone that be like Monster Hunter World's not as good. I just I'm just like, man, shut the fuck up. Like you're never gonna do you like Capcom? Yeah, like do you because it doesn't exist if Monster Monster Hunter Hunter, Yeah, like do you do you like playing Monster Hunter? Because like they weren't gonna fucking make more if they did this didn't work out. So just fucking take it, man. Monster Hunter Rise is closer to what you wanted. Like, just everybody mm-hmm. shut up now. Video game fans are the worst. <laughs> video games were a mistake. Video games were a mistake. That's what I'm saying. We're canceling the podcast. <laughs> uh, we're gonna. We are gonna dedicate ourselves to Fast and Furious, and that is that's it. it. The Fast and the Furious cast. <laughs> oh, I didn't send you this, but uh, one of our listeners, Maxwell, tweeted me this. There was a mod for the PC version of Resident Evil Seven that makes all of the Baker family people characters from the fast and the furious. <laughs> and because they're all about the family. They're the family and it, it was, Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And yeah, that's really, it's funny. so funny. And so like the pictures are just like, everybody's Vin Diesel. And it, oh, it's so, <laughs> it's so fucking awesome. I did look uh, two things. I know we we're yeah, getting off yeah, track yeah. here. Uh, I'm a little hurt by the name you gave the Mario Kart. Oh, look, I had to, I had to do it. (laughs) That one hurt. Yeah. But then like, I did see like probably like four or five weeks ago, someone left like a genuine comment on, on uh, SoundCloud. And I was like, whoa, we actually got like a real comment. Yeah. And it was, and it was like at the end of, yes. And it was a very nice comment about how they, uh, they love this podcast. And like, I, yeah. Yes. And I was like, whoa, like they, because normally it's just bots bots, and they're like, do you want to like pay me $800 so your song will blow up and it's like bitch it's a podcast not a song at least get it right uh uh-huh. so no yeah that 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 was cool um yes for sure uh so no i just wanted to give a shout out to to that guy yeah um uh, and so now we are in the finals marvel 3 versus monster hunter World. i will i have i have to, i have i think we have to go we, monster hunter no Maybe we like playing. It doesn't Monster matter. Hunter. It doesn't matter. Think about Marvel. I'm. Am I fighting for Monster Hunter here? Is this? Is this how it's happening? Uh, no, we can say Monster Hunter, but look, I'm saying, have you seen Marvel? We went to tournaments for Marvel, <laughs> but we didn't compete it's in it. We it was so it. sick. It was so sick. Look, I will accept Monster Hunter. I love it. I mean, it. if you want to say because of Yipes, because of the like IC, yipes, there is so much more to Marvel than just uh-huh. like playing it to me. But I look, I will say Monster Hunter World. I played that and Iceborne <laughs> I, I, collectively for 800 hours or some wild shit. And I still, I, thought, I still did not even complete all the content. <laughs> I could still play Monster Hunter Iceborne World Iceborne for another couple hundred hours if given the opportunity. <laughs> One could say it's one of the best RPGs ever made. Someone could say that, and I would punch them in the head. <laughs> but that's fine. The, the genres are a thing for a reason. We have to have order. No, it's I, definitely not an action game. It's it's, it's, it's an, an RPG. RPG. I mean, yeah, because the numbers <laughs> pop out. Fuck off. Uh, but Monster Hunter World, I, I, mean, I agree. Uh, but I do love Marvel, and this is, I mean, a special tough. place in my heart. Is Mar- Marvel is like the most special place in my heart. Yes. So I like I I get I will say Monster Hunter World if that's what you will go with. But I there is no I, reason why it should not be Marvel though. I think like it's not like it doesn't deserve it. I think that it is like 
it Marvel also also Marvel three on the other hand was really weird because like it came out when I was in college and people who did not like fighting games like I did wanted to play Marvel three because they remembered playing Marvel two in arcades. I one argument against Marvel three, at least ultimate is like it should have been a patch. It should have been, but to be fair, Japan suffered an earthquake, and that's the reason why yes. it was not DLC in the first place. Because like that came out like what, like seven, eight months after? Yes. Like I'm not No, I, they were I, supposed to be DLC characters, but because right. of the earthquake, they could not do that anymore. So like uh so like it is one of those things where it's like looking back, it's a little gross. Like I understand the situation with the earthquake and everything. Yeah, it do. was not full price. Uh, mm. So it, uh, one other argument for Marvel three is the the theme song, which I know that was in <laughs> two as well. But I mean, I like, just I love I love everything about Marvel three. I and I also love everything about Monster Hunter World. So I I get it. They both win. Everyone's a winner here. Uh, the Capcom. <laughs> what if we just retcon this and make Resident Evil two the winner, and then us. <laughs> Um. Oh my God! This is it, see now we flipped and now you're saying Monster Hunter and now I'm saying Marvel. So this I, is... I, look. I to me this doesn't matter. They are both so good. And, and well, like how do you compare the two? Exactly. In Monster Hunter World, you can wear a Dante costume. That's how you compare the two. Like I don't know. They have you can a- Aloy. Sure, Aloy as well. But hey, you can play as Dante in Marvel 3. <laughs> you can play as Resident Evil characters, uh, Nemesis in Monster Hunter World. Same, th- same thing with Marvel vs. Capcom. They're the same game, is what I'm saying. It's all the same. Everybody loves Capcom. I like. I get it. I Mar- Monster Hunter World is, is the one that brought the world together, ironically, uh, to, to like Monster Hunter. I just think like this is a video game podcast. Uh-huh. We play video games. We should probably give it to the game that we actually like to play. I not don't like, not like play. I like playing Marvel. I was going to say like we could probably start playing Marvel 3 right now and have an okay. Exactly, time. because if it was you and me fighting, we would just be mm-hmm. mashing the fuck out of random shit and cool stuff would be no, happening. I know you do light, light medium, medium heavy, heavy, yes. Super. Exactly. And then that is a combo. It is. They took that out of Guilty Gear, except for Soul Bad Guy, because they wanted him to be better than everyone else. But uh, yeah, like I think we. Could- well, wait, wait! It's light, medium, heavy launcher, yes. and then, and then super. It, I'm sorry. It's I'm sorry. light, medium, heavy launcher, super, or light, medium launcher, light, medium, medium, light, or light, medium, medium, heavy. Mm. And then you could do a super, depending on what character you are, but. Yeah, I look. I don't know. We can say Monster Hunter World. All right, let's go. I'm going. I'm going Monster. Okay, Hunter. that's fine. I, I don't think you're going to be. I'm upset not upset either that. way. I'm just saying it's yeah, it's fine. We'll accept this. They're both great games. I like Marvel yes. for different reasons than I like Monster Hunter World, though. You are right. I would much rather play Monster Hunter World, but also, mm-hmm. I have seen more hours of Marvel than I have played of Monster Hunter World. <laughs> 
it, if tournaments still had like Marvel three as like a main, mm-hmm. I would still watch all the time. I would watch a lot more. So I like I every time Yipes does his like throwback tournaments, I watch Marvel three. Curly mustache. Where your curly mustache at? But that was Marvel two. It was Marvel three as well. Well, no, but like, but like, no, that, I know that, that video. video yes, but they they brought that back for Marvel Marvel three. They like even used that shit in marketing. Yes, and like, well, and it was a line. Uh, yes. by um, uh, Deadpool. Uh, Deadpool, yep. which Deadpool was Nolan. It North, was, I yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got to hear Nolan North say where your uh, yeah, and like it. Yipes still uses the Pringle. Well, he calls the his... Pringles guy as uh, mm-hmm. like when he calls his tournament the curly mustache. No, I know, but I'm just saying the Pringles guy he uses is a lot of his like advertising stuff. So. Mm. <clears throat> I, I still hate my brother because I had the broken tear hat that had Magneto's helmet with the curly mustache and I thought I had lost it, but really he had stolen it from me and then it like now it's gone forever or something and he's a dickhead and you can't buy that fucking hat anymore. Was it a toque? Uh, I don't know the difference between numerous hat types. It was just a, it was well, like just a, a winner like hat. A winter hat. Okay. Like the hats well, yeah, like, I always wears. Okay, because like I you, I was thinking like baseball cap, like I've never seen you wear one, so like that couldn't Oh, happen. that's weird. I wore baseball hats every day for like six years. I guess in high school you I did, did, yeah. I, I guess I haven't seen you wear that's one. That's true. I don't I don't anymore. I still have that hat though like, that I used to wear. Um but because like now I just think of you in your Coke toque. Yes, uh, but it is it is somewhat similar to that, but it is closer to a beanie, I think. So, well, it, a toque is just like Canadian winter hat. Well, yeah, but I does the toque specifically have the ball at the end? Uh, not really anymore. Oh, okay. It's just it's just what Canadians call, oh, okay. and like I, I I kind of just grew up calling like all winter hats just toques. no, I have the beanies for life, baby. But that's because I like skateboarding culture as someone who doesn't skateboard. So you know. I like hockey culture as someone who doesn't play hockey. Hey, but you could play hockey. I could not skateboard. <laughs> I don't know if I could. Well, I probably could play. You hockey. could skate. I can. I skate. cannot skate. <laughs> but I cannot ice skate or skateboard. No skating for me. <laughs> you could just become a really cool rollerblader. <laughs> I could become a really cool rollerblader. I'm actually when they add rollerblading to the Olympics, I will be on the team. <laughs> Look out for that. Did you watch any of the Olympics? Oh, uh, yeah, I watched skateboarding. <laughs> mm. The Japanese, oh my God, the girl who won the gold medal is like fucking like 13 and she's so good. It's unbelievable. I was weirdly watching a skateboarding tournament like maybe a month ago because like it was before like a hockey mm-hmm. event. And there was like this like 13 year old kid who did like a 10. Yes, that is true. He was the uh, first yeah. one to do it. Yeah. He was like, and he did, and he would like did it right in front of like uh, Tony Hawk, mm-hmm. and he was like crying. Yes. Um, it yeah, oh, it's so cool. I love skateboarding. Uh, but that that you know that's it. Uh, Monster Hunter World mm-hmm. wins this this tournament. I'm shocked. I am shocked <laughs> that uh, 
in the final four was Monster Hunter, Marvel 3, Resident Evil, and Devil May Cry. Yeah. I mean, who saw that the, coming? The quad. A fighting game, a Resident Evil game, a Devil May Cry game, and a Monster Hunter game. Who could have guessed? Capcom's ultimate products now that they have killed Mega Man. Mega Man yeah, but they there, killed but Mega like... Man a long time ago. Let's not pretend. Sure. And I'm not a big Mega Man guy. They brought back Battle Network. It's the only Game Boy Advance ones that they did not put out a collection for. We're waiting, Capcom, for the Mega Man Battle Network collection and the fucking Beautiful Joe collection. Where is it? God damn. You put out a Phoenix Wright collection, for fuck's sake. Twice. <clears throat> Come on, man. Beautiful Joe. Anyways, that... No. Oh, sorry, what? Now, do you know what next week is? No. Oh, 150. 150. Yes, that's true. Also, do you know what next week Are we going to do the Sony bracket? I don't know. I, I, I don't know what we're going to do, but I looked it up because I was like, I think I started in August and I did. Oh, shit. I It was like August like 23rd or something nice. like that. Like 2018. Yeah. So like it's going to be 150 and basically the three year crazy. anniversary of like doing... Like basically doing this style. Yeah, of that's crazy. And and it's crazy that we've been doing it three years and I don't think we've missed a missed an episode. No, I don't think we I don't think we have either. We've had to like reschedule. Yeah, yeah. Earlier, earlier but later, not like but... actually missed a week. I don't think. Well, we, we weren't doing weeks. Yeah, we were doing every yeah. other week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the pandemic made it so we were doing it weekly. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it's kind of weird how like <clears throat> that happened. Yeah, that lined like, up. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll do something next next week. Um, I got to come up with something big for, <laughs> for next week. Uh, but yeah, with that, uh, as always, the theme song "Sting Operation" by the band Anamanaguchi, excellent chiptune band. You can check them out. Uh, and we uh, will be back next week for the big one five zero. So uh, come back and check that out. But we will be back then. Peace out. Peace.